How's it going everyone? Wayne the Unknown here, and welcome to another episode of Cosplay Con Talk, where we basically discuss everything pertaining to the cosplay community and conventions. Tonight, we are doing something a little special. For the first time, I have the opportunity to interview my very first convention on an episode called Convention Discussion, and with me is Dave Hayworth, representative of Colossus Girl Entertainment and Meadowlark Comic Con. How are we doing tonight, Dave? I'm good, Wayne. How are you doing? I am doing really well. Again, I want to thank, you know, Colossus Girl Entertainment and the con itself for giving me this opportunity to uh, interview guys and spread word about, you know, the convention itself. All right. Well, I want to thank you for actually giving us the opportunity because um, we try to get out as much as possible to inform people um, about how uh, great the shows are and... Uh, and how uh, the co the convention community is to come out and support us and uh, support each other. Very nice. Now, I imagine you guys are happy that, you know, after a year, almost two years of not being able to host a con because of COVID, I'm glad, I imagine you guys are happy to, like, finally host another convention, especially with where your guys are going to be holding it at this time. Yeah, you know, it's it's been real rough because we have six conventions in four different states now. And, um, you know, we thought COVID was the pinnacle of uh, the situation. But then we had the Almeida fire uh, near Medford and uh, we ended up losing our original venue. So we had to run out quickly and find uh, a venue um, as fast as we could. I imagine that was uh, not easy, especially with the time frame and everything, getting ready for uh, the next con. Yeah, we had everything set. We had a, a long uh, contractual relationship with Ramada, uh, Medford. Um, what happened was the Almeida fire uh, displaced uh, many, many individuals who lost their homes. And um, a uh, government official, the government of Oregon, and a... Um, you want to call him, uh, you know, someone who builds buildings. <laughs> I forget. I, 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 <laughs> you know, I, I get what yeah. you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they basically bought uh, Medford Ramada without telling the employees, and they just walked in, and they said, "Okay, every all employees have to leave now, and everyone who's staying in this hotel has to leave now. This is now uh, under the uh, government, and." Uh, and it's now going to be used for fire victims, and uh, so the employees had no idea. It was kind of a cease. And, it was kind of a cease and desist kind of thing, from what it sounds like. Yeah, and uh, then after uh, you know, once everyone gets situated, the victims, and and once that uh, problem is solved, they're going to open up that Ramada for uh, homeless for the home. Gotcha. Um. Speaking um, with on the with your guys's con, uh, how long has Colossus Girl Entertainment run, uh, running conventions for? What's that? Uh, how long has uh, Colossus Girl Entertainment been running conventions for? Uh, exactly, Columbus Day, two thousand fourteen. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, October fourteenth, twenty fourteen. So yeah, that's a pretty long time. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, you know, that we've been around for that long, we see trends. You know, we, you know, when we do marketing strategies, you know, we understand, you know, 
the longevity of, for example, a cosplayer, how long a cosplayer is cosplaying in the community or, or how long someone attends conventions or, you know, or how long a vendor or an exhibitor will be doing conventions, you know, um, which is, and it's very interesting. I mean, you have some vendors who have been doing it for 10 years, but most vendors, the it's kind of averaging between uh, five to six years, and then you have a whole new, all new vendors, and it's very interesting. Uh, sometimes with cosplayers, you know, the cosplayers you started out with back in 2015, they're no longer doing it, and you have a whole set of new new cosplayers, a whole new generation within a five year period. It's pretty pretty amazing. Oh no, I I, I wholeheartedly agree on that. Um, what was the name of your very first con back in 2014? Oh, <laughs> that was um, called CampbellCon, and um, it was in Campbell, California, in the Bay Area. And uh, actually, that show continued to um, to go every year until um, this year we announced that we're changing the name and moving it to Reno, Nevada. And now it has a whole new uh, whole new format, whole new uh, marketing. All new logos, everything. It's it's almost like a different show. Um, but the mascot, you know, each convention that we have has a mascot. And Agent Campbell, who was kind of like a CIA, G, um, James Bond type of character, was the mascot for CampbellCon. And um, he ended up getting superpowers. And uh, he turned into a superhero called Silver Age. So the character still exists, but he just gets superpowers. And so nice. we, we transform from CampbellCon to Silver Age Comic Con. And the character transforms also from just a secret agent into a superhero. But of course, you know, like Clark Kent was a newsman, you know, during the day. And then Superman, when there was trouble, he he's still the same way. He's a secret agent, you know, during his regular job. But when there's trouble, he becomes a superhero. So, nice. That's, yeah. that's, I mean, that's, I, I, I've, like, I've noticed with some of your cons, like, I know, like, Colossus Girl Entertainment, Colossus Girl is, you know, your main mascot. And then for Meadowlark, it's, um, I can't remember the name of your guys' mascot for Meadowlark, though. A Meadowlark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And actually, um, interview a while back, I actually interviewed, uh, Cosplay me who does uh, Metal Arc for your guys' convention. Oh, yeah, she is amazing. And uh, boy, she is such an amazing, smart, intelligent cosplayer. Uh, she helps so many other cosplayers out. It, it's amazing. She's amazing. And, uh, you know, um, we couldn't ask for a, such a great cosplayer to be, to be Metal Arc. She is exemplary uh, and a professional. And, uh, you know, she is the face of Metal Arc Comic Con. Nice. That's very nice. Now, what made you guys want to start uh, hosting cons here in Oregon? Well, here was the thing. Um, you know, we looked at Montana, Wyoming. We looked at different areas because, you know, California is so saturated with conventions. Oh, I mean, yeah, San Diego Comic Con, right. like it's, yeah, it's, 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 it, it's, it's, it's definitely like a main hub for, for like those bigger, more expensive conventions. Right. And, you know, we looked at Oregon. I love Oregon. I, I, I used to do a lot of hiking in Oregon and a lot of camping at Crater Lake. So very familiar with the area, um, lived there for a time. You know, 
in Medford, and I thought, you know, this would be a, a great location. And and uh, Marina, who is actually the president and CEO of uh, Colossus Girl Entertainment, said, well, go take a look out there. I said, well, I, I already been out there. She goes, well, go take a look anyway. So I went out there and reported to her that uh, it was a, a great location. There wasn't um, any official Comic Cons out there or, or anything like that. And I think uh, the people here deserve something um uh, of their own. Well, no, this, is, this is very, that's very true. I mean, I know so far Medford has uh, Medford Comic Con, but it's nice to see more con conventions coming to Southern Oregon, you know, more, it's gives more people a chance to see, to go to other cons and see what's out there in the con and the convention and cosplay community. Exactly. Nice. Now, I know you guys first started out at the, as you said, you guys started with the um, Ramada, uh, that, the convention center uh, right there. What made you guys uh, pick that place for it to start out? You know, Ramada at the time, uh, the managers, they were pop culture, you know, fans, you know, um, they were MCU watchers, you know, a lot of the employees uh, were excited and wanted to have something like that. Uh, at the Ramada, they were the the most um, uh, excited about it. They wanted to work hard to to get it there, um, and they gave us such a sweet deal that we couldn't say no to it. Um, where the other locations, the there was only one location that was larger than the Medford Ramada, and. Um, we just didn't see that viable at the time and they weren't really interested in conventions either they were they weren't really into the pop culture scene and they were kind of hesitant to want to do it at their venue but ramada was very embracing and um they made us an offer we couldn't refuse and the relationship was great uh it's it's unfortunate because i i knew the employees and you know i just i just loved them to death well, I imagine, you know, once you guys uh, come back, especially with uh, especially with the venue you guys have now, which is, I honestly have to say, 10 times bigger than your previous venue. I mean, that's like, I feel like with the with Josephine County Fairgrounds, you guys will have like a lot more open space and everything to have a lot more go on. All right. Well, you know, when we always think of cosplayers, um, you know, we embrace the cosplay community as the to us the number one of the number one communities in the in the industry and you know um we always felt that the ramada it wasn't big enough for cosplayers we felt that you need to have a surrounding area where if they want to leave the the floor and go outside and do professional shots of you know uh photo shots and things like that that they can do that and run around the grounds and things like that you know um and we were looking at that when we look at josephine C uh, county fairgrounds as well there's a plenty opportunity for cosplayers and photos and things of that nature oh most definitely and again gives you more chance to have like more vendors more guests and and stuff like that right exactly nice and the vendors, they've been very patient. Um, they all stuck with us through COVID. You know what I mean? Uh, they all they all understood the situation. And uh, we're very thankful for the vendors and exhibitors who stayed with us all the way through it and who signed up before COVID. And now that COVID is over, they're all coming to Meadowlark in Anna Medford. Nice. And now what dates, again, is uh, 
the con? Because I know you guys are, are sharing uh, the venue with your sister con, Anna Medford. Yeah, Middle Earth Comic Con is going to be August 28th, which is a Saturday uh, between 10 and 5. Um, so, yeah, and it's going to be at uh, in Grants Pass, uh, as everyone knows, mm-hmm. at Josephine County Fairgrounds. Nice. Now, without going too much into details, like, is there some things you can share of what you guys will be doing for this year? Sure, absolutely. Um, I, I, I will say one thing, though. You know, um, cosplayers, and I know a lot of cosplayers, many of them are very hesitant to to ask us if they can be a guest, you know, at the show. Or if, if a lot of them, they want to take part, like, in the cosplay contest or be a judge. But they are hesitant to email us you know um some of them feel you know kind of um you know it's hard for someone to email someone and ask if they can be a judge or a special guest you know um but i have to tell you cosplayers if you want to be a special guest just email us um you know i'm more than happy to discuss giving you a table and meeting fans and you know have you having your eight by tens and selling and autographing your eight by tens and we love promoting all cosplayers so don't be shy uh that's the word i was looking for shy because some cause a lot of cosplayers are shy to ask don't be shy to ask with us we're very open and we love supporting the cosplayers nice and i remember you guys you guys um your panel of guests were really impressive you, uh the guy uh the lady who played as reader repulse on power rangers and i can't remember um he's he's uh <laughs> he's uh siblings with julia roberts i can't remember his name eric roberts i think it was eric roberts oh eric roberts well you know a lot of people know julia roberts but you know eric roberts he was nominated for academy award i mean i like julia roberts but i think eric roberts is a much much better actor uh, <laughs> He he had his chops before Julia did, and if it wasn't for Eric, Julia wouldn't be acting. And I like Eric Roberts because he was in Doctor Who and many other, um, you know, films. Uh, he was he's very open minded to roles. Okay. So um, you know, the thing the thing with him is yeah, he's just a, an amazing actor. So yeah, it was great when he said yes to Meadowlark before COVID hit. Yeah. Now, are you guys are you guys going to try to get some of the your previous guests back before COVID hit, or what's? Uh, I mean, I know you guys have, I know you guys are keeping it hush hush for now, but any possible? Yeah, well, you know, here here we are. You know, I think uh, first or second week of August, uh, and we've already announced, you know, some guests, and um, there's, I think there's super guests, um, you know, but we want to save Eric Roberts. He's he's a good friend. Uh, we want to keep him in our back pocket for 2022. And another reason is, you know, last year, Eric Roberts did over 100 films. Um, he is constantly busy. Oh, yeah, so, no, definitely he is. Yeah, so to get him uh, to come out to Oregon, it's, um, you know, we, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-year process. So he already said that 2022 looks amazing and he wants to do that. So, you know, that will not be an actor who was in the original slate <laughs> who will not be returning. You know, we have uh, some amazing guests this year. And uh, if uh, people um, haven't seen uh, our website or, or uh, Facebook or what have you, check it out. Um, you're going to love what we have this year. Yeah, I remember when I the first time I went to um, 
Met, uh, Metal Art Comic Con, which was back in 2018. I remember how you guys got people like uh, Keone Jung, Mindy Sterling, and all the others, and especially the guy who played in uh, Fla uh, Flash Gordon as well, or not Flash Gordon, um, Buck Rogers. Buck Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Um, history was made in Medford and at the Ramada because that was the last time uh, Gil Gerard and, and uh, Felix Silla were at a convention together. Um, you know, the little person from uh, Buck Rogers who played Tweaky passed away a couple of months ago. Yeah, I remember hearing about so, that. So what happened at Medford will never, ever happen again. That was it. And um, that's why we tell people if we have special guests and you want to see them, come out and see them because they might not be here tomorrow, you know. And uh, if, if it's someone you really, really like, if you if you need to drive six hours, do it. I have to be honest with you. Uh, I'm a big Doctor Who fan, and I found out Tom Baker was making an appearance in London. You know, the first thing I did was buy a ticket online, and I bought my flight, and I went to London <laughs> and saw Tom Baker because I realized he was 82 years old. Oh, and, who, yeah, who knows how much time he has. He's one of the doctors I've always wanted to meet, and he never does any uh, conventions, even in there for that one time and i flew out there and met him and i'll never forget it that's crazy now um it brings me to my next question um how do you go about inviting special guests for the con like what's the process for that well um a lot of times uh, they're people i like <laughs> you know <laughs> um you know they're people i want to meet um and a lot of our times well they're just people what we've met in the industry, you know, we, we go to other conventions and partake at other events and we meet them and we talk to them and, you know, people in the industry kind of talk and know each other. Um, and that's another way that we do that. Um, and also, you know, we have people who, who email us and say, Hey, can you get us this person? And we try to get, uh, the person that they request. Um, and we have been very successful at that. I mean, there are sometimes we cannot get uh, certain requests. Like I've had people ask me for Scarlett Johansson or uh, RDJ or, or Tom Cruise. And well, you know, they're like Sigourney Weaver in the industry. They call it uh, FU money, where they don't need to step out of the house for the rest of their life. They have enough oh, yeah, uh, no, money. Yeah, no. To, to not have to do anything ever again. So the people, the actors that you see coming to our events or any convention are actors who want to see the people. They want to see fans. They want to, you know, they want to embrace their fans. Um, and those are the type who come out, um, you know. So those who ask for Scarlett Johansson, that's unfortunately probably not going to happen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I imagine, I'm sure you've had some people even ask you to bring um, uh, Mark Hamill as well. Yeah, Mark Hamill as well. And to tell you the truth, um, if you would have asked for Mark Hamill in the late 90s, we probably would have been able to get him. <laughs> yeah. But it, now forget about it. <laughs> I mean, I think some people need to realize that getting, trying to get certain uh, guests to come to con is not as easy as just, hey, we want you to come to this con. It's it, it's, it's all about status and how important they are and everything. That is true. And, you know, San Diego, of course, um, you know, they'll get some of these actors, but you have to understand the actors are going there to promote um, a movie or a film because the studio's paying them to go there. 
you know, um, and that's why they do it. And uh, a lot of times they're just there to go on stage, promote the movie and leave. Um, we would never have a guest to do that. We have to have guests that want to sign autographs, take pictures, shake hands, give hugs. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. To be part of, to be part of the community. And, so. I, and I think you guys had some pretty good guests. I mean, I remember like back in 2019, I believe it was, you had one of the uh, pilots from Star Wars there. Oh, my gosh. Brought them all the way from London. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Richard Oldfield, who, who said the iconic line, what's two, what do you say, what's two fighters against the Star Destroyer? Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and I told people, you know, before the event uh, last time that you have to come out and see him because he'll never be back. This is it. Um, you won't see him again especially because he lives in London. He lives a far long distance. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, yeah, so the Star Wars fans who came out to see him, boy, did they have a treat. You know what I mean? That was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So that's why I tell people you have to come out to every show, you know, because these people may never be back. Oh, no, definitely. I mean, it's, it's uh, like you said, it's kind of like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Right, like Metal Arc, you know, it happens every year. The lineup is the same. Um, now for the head for the headliners, uh, the lineup is is not the same. I'm sorry, it's never the same for the headliners. But, you know, we do have close friends uh, who are in the industry who may live in the area or who just love to come to Medford and see the fans. So, like um, Jackie Naaman Jones from. Manos the Hands of Fate, and who was also on Mystery Science Theater, um, she likes to come out to Medford every year, and we say, sure, come on out. You know, it's kind of like uh, if you've ever been to Galaxy Gallifrey uh, One in Los Angeles, the Doctor Who convention, which I try to attend every year. Um, every year, Fraser Hines, uh, who uh, who was on Doctor Who during uh, the Patrick Troughton years. Um, you know, he comes every year, but everyone knows him. Everyone has his autograph. So he really just doesn't, he just hangs around. You know what I mean? Oh, so no, he just yeah. likes to hang around with the fans. So he's there every year. And I think he's been to Gallifrey One every year for the last 25 years. So you do have some of those actors who just love to be, you know, with the fans or the attendees. And, you know, we do have some of those as well. And uh, they just become staples of the convention at, you know, at some point. Nice. Now, I think one of the best things I really like seeing when I first went to your, when I went to your guys' con back in uh, 2018, when you first came out, was just seeing how long the lines were and everything mm -hmm. of, of fans. That's like probably like one of the greatest things to see. Cause you know, people, when they hear about a new con, of course, they're going to want to jump on it and go. Right. And, you know, we did not know what to expect, uh, you know, from, from Medford, because something like this really hasn't been done professionally before. Um, and we were so excited and the, and the people of Medford are so great. I mean, the fans are amazing. Um, you know, just don't tell the fans from Boise or Pleasanton, California or Reno, Nevada, <laughs> that I think that the, the, the people from Medford are so great because they are. I mean, they're, and they're, they're very inviting, very welcoming. Um, and that's why we come back every year. And that's why we, we want to give them the best that we can give them. 
Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I also, I think, I think it was you guys that did it uh, when Medford uh, Metal Arc, not Medford, when Metal Arc Comic Con was first going on. You guys were hiding uh, tickets around Medford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're having a treasure hunt. That was that was cool. Now, do you guys ever uh, plan on bringing that back? We might. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember... We like, to, we like uh, <laughs> you know, we don't like to reveal a lot of stuff. Oh, no, no that's totally understandable. I, I, I think that was pretty cool, though. It gives people people the chance who can't afford it. Like, if they can find the ticket, then it's kind of like the golden and, ticket from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, in a sense. We had, yeah, we had tickets. You wouldn't believe this. We had tickets hidden from all the way from Redding, California, and all the way to Grants Pass and everywhere in between. <sighs> That's a so, pretty long ways away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We even had ticket uh, tickets. If if you're in California and you're coming into Oregon, you know the sign that says "Welcome to Oregon." You know, on the highway. Right. There was a family pass of four tickets right on the sign. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. And also, speaking of yeah. tickets, uh, people can purchase their purchase their tickets on a uh, Eventbrite. Yes, that's that's correct. Um, and we're still keeping uh, the 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 tickets as low as possible, and we always continue to have our uh, family pack, which is uh, four people for thirty five bucks. It's it's great. That's you know, it, that's not that's really not a bad price. I think compared to other cons I've been to, uh, the price you guys are charging is not bad. It's affordable, especially for first time uh, con goers. Well, and this is why Colossus Girl Entertainment. Uh, that's the reason for the inception was Marina, you know, was going to these conventions and she couldn't believe it was costing her 55 bucks to get into an event, $250 for an autograph, $6 for a hot dog. She felt like she's at a baseball game, <laughs> um, you know, and everything was so high priced and she felt that, you know, not everyone could afford this. So she thought that, you know, she wanted to do events that everyone could attend and everyone can get the Comic-Con feel and everyone can visit with celebrity guests or Marvel DC artists and local talents and things like that uh, for for minimal uh, compared to what these corporate conventions are charging. And basically, Colossus Girl Entertainment is kind of the David against the Goliath where... Um, we try to protect the fans from these corporate uh, conventions that uh, kind of, you know, empty your pocketbook. And if you read any of the comic books, the Team Colossus comic books, um, you know, you see that. And we are still the only convention that has our own comic book line. Really? And I think next, yeah. And I think we have three new issues coming out for 2022 that are being worked on by some amazing artists. But uh when people go to Metal Arc, you'll be the first 100 people will be able to get issue two uh, of the series. And last Metal Arc, people were picking up issue one, so it's a continuation. That's I'm, I may have to look in that. I have a, a pretty f a decent cl uh, comic collection myself, and I may have to have to, may have to check into that. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Team Colossus was a big hit, the first comic book, and it has all the superheroes of each of the conventions and. Um, you know, the second one is, is very good as well. It introduces uh, a superhero Gemstar, which is the representative for um, Gem State Comic Con in Boise. 
um, which happened this year earlier th this year um, and it's a really good issue and you know you find that you know people in Medford you know they support their the Meadowlark character and you know if you go to like Pleasanton California they support you know Powerhouse which is their character you know so it's kind of like the areas have their own character and their own superhero that you know they could uh, get behind and they could be proud of nice that's again that's i think that's pretty cool that each um each of your guys's con has like its own mascot and each of them are in the, the comic book itself and it has in each event kind of has their own flavor you know like metal lark is an oregon flavor and uh and um, california republic comic con and merced has their own kind of flavor you know so um yeah each is a little different but also if someone from medford went to uh the Boise convention, there's a lot of similarities, but then there's a lot of a different feel because it's a, you know, a new a different hero represents that show. Nice. Uh, we've got about probably two minutes, two or three minutes to go. Um, again, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're fine. Um, I try to keep it around 30, between 30, 45 minutes. So we have a little bit loved it to go now. I, again, I, I believe I know I asked this question. Um, how does it feel to have a, a much bigger venue this time around? Such Free. as such, such as just uh, such as Josephine County Fairgrounds. I mean, that's that that's yeah. pretty. That's like a big step up. Well, we can do a lot more, and that's what we want. So we're going to be able to bring in a lot more things, and which is important. Nice. Yeah. More to do. <laughs> I remember uh, your uh, guys' con back in 2019. You guys had like a, a small escape room, I believe it was, in the in the vendors' hall. <laughs> yeah, but uh, everyone loved it. You know, everyone loved it. So, and there's a lot of people who are saying they're going to miss that because they miss that intimacy. You know, and that's what we we're still going to try to bring the intimacy, uh, but it'll be bigger. Nice. And I'm sure a lot of people are also looking forward to the cosplay contest as well for probably such a, 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 a bigger stage and bigger area to view it in, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The cosplay contests are going to be great. Um, you know, people loved Metal Arc at the Ramada because it reminded them of a convention from the 1980s, which uh, I know a lot of people weren't alive back then who <laughs> go to cons now. But it was very reminiscent, very retro feel. If you talk to someone who was in their 40s or 50s, they would say, yeah, when I was 10, this is how conventions were like. So, um, you know, it has that kind of feel to it. And we still want to try to keep that feel and keep it intimate, but also have it, like you say, a bigger stage and more things for cosplayers to do and, and more choices for people. Oh, yeah, no, I think also... More, we, more vendors. Oh, yeah, no, I, the, the vendors are the best thing. Also, you know, seeing all the local artists uh, sell their uh, custom work and everything, too. Yeah, no, that is my favorite. I've, well. I've, I've been to quite a few cons. I mean, I've been going to cons since 2017, and I, that's probably the vendors' hall, and seeing all the uh, local artists just come to the con and just show off their work. I think that's, like, probably one of the one of my favorite things about going to conventions. And a lot of my art from home is from local vendors. And uh, also to let you know, we Colossal Girl Entertainment, we do hire artists. So if you're an artist and, and you want to take part in doing any of our comic books or posters, uh, we hire you. And uh, you could be jet-setting to different shows uh, all over the West Coast and getting free hotel rooms and free food and having a great time at all the events. I believe you guys shared, uh, shared that recently on your uh, 
Facebook and I made sure that on my uh, personal Facebook as well because I know a lot of local artists who would probably love to do something like that. Right. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's exciting and we always are very open to artists and to to hire them as well. Nice. That's again, I, I imagine a lot of people are looking forward to checking you guys out this year. And of course, Animedford as well, which is going to be like the next day. So. Yeah, it's going to be a completely different show. You'll walk into Metal Arc. It'll be a Comic Con vendors, completely Comic Con. If you go to Anna Medford the next day, all different vendors, all different uh, celebrities, all different feel. Very nice. I mean, that, that sounds like you guys, you and Xavier, have put in a lot of work to to make this happen, to bring cons back, because I know a lot of people, me, me being one of them, are looking forward to come back to cons. Um, now, real quick, because I know a lot of people are, some people are hesitant about going back to conventions because of COVID and everything. Mm -hmm. um, I imagine some people are going to be probably be wearing masks to go when they go back to the conventions. Yeah, uh, well, I do have to tell you that everyone at Colossus Girl Entertainment has been vaccinated. Um, we took COVID very seriously and at the same time doing what we can for our fans and vendors and everyone else. Uh, we did have uh, Gem uh, State Comic Con this year uh, back in April and the attendance there was over 6,000 people. Um, even though Boise is a different animal than Medford, uh, there was no mask restrictions here. It was just mask recommendations. And it was about 70 people not wearing masks and, uh, you know, and, and about 30% not, 70% uh, not wearing and 30% wearing. Um, you know, but it was fine and there was no upticks in COVID or anything. And, and um, you know, it was all, sponsored and all accepted by the local governments by the cdc that's right uh, approved it so we had approval by the cdc uh central health district here in idaho uh the governor's office they all approved uh, our convention and it went well with over six thousand people um oregon of course you know is a different animal um we abide by all the rules and restrictions that oregon puts out um whatever Josephine County says we're going to do, but talking to Josephine County, talking to the venue, talking to the government's office, it looks like by showtime, we'll be back to normal. That's, that's really good to hear. I'm sure a lot of people who will be listening to this will be happy to hear that. Yeah. And you know, it's great to be able to hug people again. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I, I, again, it's, you know, that, that's one of the questions I was wanted to ask about, you know, I, I, I'm glad that you guys really took this seriously because I know there's been a lot of cons I've seen online that just don't care about the restrictions and everything. And they just like, I know a lot of cons were still go like we're going on when pe the pandemic was such a big thing. And it's just like, mm, no, yeah. we have to care for the health of people and we have to care for especially the health of people that we're with. I mean, we consider cosplayers, vendors, everybody, you know, uh, shows on Discord and, and what have you. You're all family. And we treat every we treat all of you like our family. And we would not put a family member in a hazardous situation. And that's how we, uh, you know, we feel about it. So, yeah, we would be 
obligated to make sure that everyone is protected. And we also are concerned for the feelings of the people who have their concerns about it. And, uh, you know, we're very open to uh, listen to what they have to say uh, regards about their concerns. And we, we, we don't take any of the concerns for granted. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're very supportive in that way. But, you know, I do have to be very thankful for the vaccine and for how fast the vaccine was distributed and uh, and placed. And and uh, without the vaccine, we wouldn't have any we wouldn't even have this conversation. Oh, no, I'm like, I'm I, again, I'm really grateful to have this conversation with your uh, guys's con and everything. And again, I know a lot of people are looking to go back to the con, especially with such a big venue. I mean, there's a lot more open space. So people aren't like shoulder to shoulder because I've been in a lot of cons. I mean, not a lot, but right. I've been I've been in uh, like vendors halls where everyone's like kind of like shoulder to shoulder, not a whole lot of uh, walking, uh, walking room. <laughs> well, I, I will say this and, um, you know, this might not be popular with a lot of people. I want to say I encourage you to get the vaccine. Um, the convention community also encourages it. I've taken the vaccine. It's perfectly fine. Everyone at Colossal Skull Entertainment has taken the vaccine. We're all very healthy, and uh, it's been really amazing how it has worked for the convention industry because without taking the vaccine, we would not have any shows this year. We would still be locked down so think of that so because of the vaccine we're able to open up and able to do shows again and uh get to some normalcy oh no i i i always say this a lot but i could not agree anymore on that like safety is like safety's key and i'm glad your guys is you know you put safety first like you know not just your guys safety but the con goers the guests the vendors everything you know like you want them to come back because that not only, you know, helps promote what they do, but also, you know, helps you guys promote more, you know, conventions in the future. Well, I'll say this. I'll give you an exclusive just for you. This is just for you and your show. Hmm. If someone is hesitant for the vaccine, and here we are at August 7th, if you get a vaccine and get your full vaccine between now and showtime, you show us the vaccine card, we'll get you into Metal Arc and Anna Medford for free. That's really impressive. Now, I've, I've seen people concerned like, oh, if I go to a con and I don't get the vaccine, I have to like, I won't be able to go into the con. Um, well, that depends on what Josephine County has to say. No, uh, depending on what they have to say. But what they're telling us and what Oregon state government is telling us and the county is telling us, we should be normal. Like um, going into Metal Arc and the convention should be exactly the way it was before COVID. That's what they're telling us. So basically it'll just be like before COVID if kind of right. like, okay. All right. That, that makes more sense. Cause I know a lot of people want to go to the con, but I know a lot of people don't want to go to the, you know, get their vaccine and everything, which, you know, it's, right. it's understandable. And I'm sure a lot of people will, you know, I'm sure a lot of people aren't going to be so stressed. Cause I know you guys want to see all your con goers and fans again, come back. I do. And I have to tell you, I don't like masks. I hate masks. I, you know, to go shopping and to buy food, I had to wear one. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it, ha it happens. Um, right. <laughs> It, it, it happens, but again, you know, I know a lot of people are looking forward. I know a lot of people are tired 
and especially you know those who are who've been waiting for so long to go back to conventions i'm sure a lot of people are like excited to come back yes and uh you know in boise when we had gem state comic-con it was phenomenal uh the people who came out and they said that their children needed this event because they were locked down for almost a year and i think it'll be the same for people in oregon that they're going to want to bring their kids because their kids are going to want the release they're going to want the kids need to get out there and meet their other friends at the con because that's what happens at metal art you have friends from the same high school who will meet up and enjoy the con convention together and uh some of these friends haven't seen each other in a while you know so it's a great place to be able to see each other again and reflect on old memories and enjoy the show all together all is one that's i think that's really good to hear um anything else you'd like to um add here real quickly before we end this podcast uh just uh know that we're gonna do an amazing event and if you come out uh you're gonna have an amazing time if you see me on the floor uh, come say hello to me, and uh, if you're a cosplayer, you want to be a special guest, uh, reach out to us, and uh, we'll start a conversation. If you're an artist, you want to work for us, send us an email. We'll have a conversation, and I look forward to everyone at Metal Art Comic Con, and I look forward to everyone at Anna Medford, and we're going to make 2021 a year to never forget in the Comic Con industry. And links to all those will be in the description below. Awesome. Again, Dave, thank you for coming on for Cosplay Con Talks uh, convention discussion. I'm again Wayne the Unknown. Until next time, everyone, thank you for listening and also thank you for watching.